Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan. Today's episode is sponsored by freemoneytipsbook.com. Freemoneytipsbook.com. Make sure you head to that website and download your free ebook, Seven Unshakable Money Tips. On today's podcast, I am interviewing Natalie Rodriguez and Jennifer Romanello, two powerhouse attorneys, and we are going to discuss what to avoid in your state planning, and also talk about probate. So welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you so Thank much you. for having us. Awesome, awesome. So why don't we start with Jennifer? Why don't you talk a little bit about your story and how you got to become a powerhouse attorney? Yeah, thank you so much. Again, we really appreciate you uh, having us. Um, so Natalie and I actually, we, we have very similar like beginnings. Um, we met in high school, so we actually have known each other for like over a decade now. Um, and then we ended up going to college together. We went to the University of Central Florida where we roomed and we had always kind of talked about this idea of starting a law firm together because we both had the mentality of going to law school. We wanted to be attorneys. Um, and we just didn't know exactly what type of attorney we wanted to be yet, but we knew we wanted to do it possibly together. Um, and then, you know, fast forward, we each did our own law schools. I actually went up to Washington, D.C. I went to the George Washington University Law School, um, which absolutely loved. It was such a dream living in, you know, D.C. for a while. And then ultimately Miss South Florida, home born and raised down here in Broward County. And um, so then I moved back, started working actually in um, in local government. I took a stint because I was doing family law at first. And that's where I was introduced to estate planning and probate and where I ultimately loved those areas. Um, but decided to take a little, you you know, detour, did some local government work, which was very cool and um, and interesting. But ultimately, I it was 2020, uh, and Natalie when she tells you hers, but part of the great resignation of 2020, deciding that we wanted to, you know, make our own lives, um, you know, have more control over our work life balance, and we both with our backgrounds in these areas decided that we wanted to give it a shot. So come January, 2021, uh, we decided we kicked off Romanello and Rodriguez Law, um, estate planning probate law firm, and there's no turning back. It has been the best decision that we ever made. And, uh, and yeah, <laughs> and we're happy with what we're doing. That's the, that's the goal is like, actually like what we're doing versus, you know, other areas that just weren't as fulfilling. Yeah. Awesome. Natalie, do you want to add to your little bit to your story too? Yeah, yeah. So you heard how we met. Um, so I went to the University of Florida for law school. So I was in Gainesville for three years. Uh, did my estate planning certificate there and knew that this was the area of law that I was really loving. Um, worked for a while in that area after graduating. And then I decided I wanted to be a litigator. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and so that was not the right decision that I needed to have made at that point in time. But it did teach me a lot. And, and I've, I've used a lot of that experience in owning, owning our own law firm. But um, like Jennifer mentioned, once 2020 came, we were both pretty unhappy in our in our respective careers that we'd chosen at that point. And so we decided to to take the leap at that point we didn't have you know a mortgage and kids and things to really worry about so we thought that we it was the time to to bet on us and now going into year 4 soon we yeah. haven't looked back yeah 
Yeah, I like that. So it's kind of like sometimes COVID helps prepare us to, you know, our next chapter and something that's bigger and better for us. So I like hearing the success stories. Talk a little bit about the bar exam. I've heard some crazy stories. Some people pass right away. Some people like have anxiety and end up in the hospital. Like, how did you guys prepare to make sure you're going to pass that, you know, first time around, hopefully? Yeah. I I actually gave myself a stress fever three days before. I had a stress fever. It was so daunting. Yeah. And um it was I I think my mom, honestly, at the time I was I was living with her, you know, studying because I just didn't want to have any distractions. And I think that poor woman took on more of the stress than I like. She would come home so worried about, you know, what mental state I was yeah. in. But it's tough. It's definitely not not for the weak of heart, but yeah. um it's a long yeah. program. So <laughs> I, I haven't thought about the bar in a, in a minute. I remember um, actually, so they usually like you pick like a, a program to study. And um, I used Themis. That was the program that I was using. And it started like the week before we even graduated. Mm-hmm. And you I remember trying to package at your door. A huge box <laughs> of so many books. And it's you're supposed to learn them all over in what, like a month, two months or something like summer. that. You have summer. The summer until yeah. July. And I remember um, being like, oh my gosh, I have to start before graduation. And then like you graduate and you're still, you go back the next day to study. And it was just, it was a crazy time. Uh, yeah. Definitely, like you said, not for the week of heart, but I mean, worthwhile. Absolutely. Any any best tips for, you know, if someone else is going to about to go through that? Yes. Ear, you? um, earplugs for me. I use earplugs whenever, actually in all of my law school exams, I used earplugs because I didn't like hearing other people type. I didn't like hearing oh. anything like that. That's like just a little simple tip, but mm-hmm. but yeah. also like breathe, relax, have confidence and faith in yourself that you you learned this. Not only did you know you learned most of it, some of it in law school, but you really got a crash course in it and and you really can do it. But finding little ways to cope with, like like for me, the, like the earplugs, so I didn't hear other people around me. Um, mm. That was kind of like, for me, it was just, I got to stay in my zone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that tip tip's good for anyone who might be in school studying anything, you know, that's a good tip. Yeah. I think for me, it's the metaphorical earplugs, like from the start of studying, yeah. don't listen to what other people are doing, go at your own pace, don't allow other people's stress to add to yours. There's enough during that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. So let's switch gears and talk about estate planning a little bit. Um, when you guys are thinking about estate planning, you know, I think I hear quite often that, oh, I don't need it. I'm too young. I'll worry about that later. What, what do you say to people who are, you know, kind of thinking that or saying that to you? Yeah. I think something that we started our firm on and something that was really important to us from the beginning is thinking that estate planning is for everyone. So there's a lot of estate planning law firms that, you know, have a certain minimum amount of assets that you need to have before they take you. We think that's ridiculous. You need to have even a simple, you know, whether it's a ladybird deed over a house you own, simple will anything um, that will help protect you no matter your age, no matter your mm-hmm. circumstance in life. And especially if you don't have, let's say, like the, you know, nuclear type family that you want to leave your assets to somebody that is not somebody that would inherit under Florida law. It's important to put that kind of stuff in writing, even if you only have your car. And even those like young and just starting their career, that's when you're starting to build wealth. Like that's the perfect time to set up, you know, a possible revocable trust because 
it can be amended easily throughout your the rest of your life. You can, you know, then you can add to your, you know, aspects of it for your children. And when you have children, or if you don't have children, it's still, you can grow it with you as you grow, as you, as you build, you know, more assets and your career grows, things like that. And, um, you know, so we, we don't necessarily recommend it only to those that are now just approaching retirement. It's, it's a great tool for the, for the young, um, because of that exact reason, you're, you're just starting off. And this is the great time to, 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 to make sure that it's exactly how you want it. Right. Cause when you pass away, you know, someone's already grieving and dealing with your loss. They, you don't want to put the burden on them to have to decide, okay, now what do I do with your stuff? What do you want to, what do you want me to do? If you don't have that in writing and giving them clear instructions, it can be very difficult for a family member to figure that out after you have passed. If someone is preparing to meet with you, what are some things that you like for them to have ready so that it kind of makes that initial appointment or some consultation with you um, go a little bit smoother? Yeah. Um, So we offer free 30 minute consultations. So we really like to not put pressure on that first meeting. I think just knowing your goals broadly, if you're coming to us for estate planning purposes, knowing what you want to do with your things, what you are envisioning after you pass, things like that. Um, If you're coming to us for probate, really having an understanding of what the assets are of the person that's passed away, and then what documents they might have had in place or none. So it's it's really a low stress first initial meeting. Yeah. And with like also with a probate, like certain documents that we would already need would be, you know, if there's a last will and testament in place, that's something that we need. Um, or even if they don't, if they can't find the original, if they can have a copy, um, you know, the death certificate, that's something that we would need initially as well. Those are just some documents that we need on the front end, but we kind of dig a little deeper to help them kind of figure out, you know, what else, what more information we, we, we discuss that either in the consultation or once we move forward. Okay. And for the listeners that may not know, what's the difference between estate planning and probate? One is the front end and one is the back end. So estate planning is kind of proactive before someone passes away. So this is going to be like your typical last will and testament, but it's also a lot more. So that's where Natalie mentioned earlier, you know, it's something called an enhanced life estate deed or a ladybird deed. That's like a very small little package, but it's a really big deal because it can protect your house or your or property that you have in Florida. Small but mighty. Yeah. And then, um, but then also trusts or encom- trusts uh, encompass estate planning. And people think those are daunting, but they're really just an alternative to a last will and testament and a little more flexible and a little more detailed that you can kind of specify to how you want. And now versus probate, probate on the on the on the on the on the back end is when somebody passes away, you have to go to the courts through the court system to be able to administer administer their estate. So this is where we take their last will and testament and we put it with the court and we distribute the assets. We, we go through the whole process to get those assets distributed in accordance with the will. Or if there's no will, then in accordance with Florida state law. Okay. So are you going to probate no matter how you set it up? It just one makes it a little bit easier if you have all your documents in place. No. So um, like Jennifer mentioned, that there's a revocable trust. So that's actually a tool that we use to avoid probate. Yeah. There's others though. So I, sometimes people will come to us saying, I need a trust because I need to avoid probate. And when we kind of dig a little deeper, we can realize like, Maybe you don't need a trust. Maybe you just yeah. need to add beneficiary designations on your accounts, a ladybird deed like Jennifer mentioned, and we're avoiding probate for a lot less than it would cost to create a trust. So I think it's it's about being proactive and creative with ways to avoid probate. And then a common misconception that we always see is that a last will and testament avoids probate. 
It does not. Yeah. A last will and testament kind of ensures probate if all of your assets are in your own name. So I think just kind of having that conversation with our clients and, and seeing what is the best direction for them to take, either to avoid probate or if it's not necessary and probate will be pretty simple, then there's no need to spend extra money to avoid it. And we don't try to sell. We That's something that's really important to us is we don't sell clients these big estate plans when they don't need it. So that's why our, one of our, our one of our smallest you know services is a deed. And if that's all they need, that's all they need. And if they only need beneficiary designations, which is absolutely nothing for us, like we can't help you with that. You do it yourself. We'll guide them on that because we want to be honest to these clients and, and, and not be the typical attorney or, you know, the one that's out to get you for all your money. Like that's not what we're looking for with our business. We're looking to, to actually help our clients. Yeah. I think it goes back to estate planning for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Avoiding probate, getting the government to not touch your, your estate after you have passed away. So any way that we can avoid for them stepping in and telling your estate what to do is a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, what other advice could you give to someone who um, maybe doesn't quite understand, you know, some of the, or if someone wants to go online and kind of do their own paperwork? Because I've seen a lot of, I've seen some of those advertisements too. What are some pitfalls that they may not understand when they're just going to legal Zoom and filling out a document themselves and saying, okay, that's done. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think for us, we are licensed in Florida. So there, Florida has so many little nuances. And one of those specifically is if you own a home and it's your primary residence, it's called your homestead. And there are so many little pitfalls that you can fall into with just homestead alone. Mm -hmm. So I think I've seen those documents before and I've had, you know, prospective clients that want to go that route instead. If anything, have an attorney review it if you want to do it. It's a lot less. You know, I understand that these services exist and they exist to help people have someone look at it, have an, pay the pay the hourly rate to have an attorney review it for one hour and just kind of know that that peace of mind, maybe you did it great and there's nothing that needs to be done, but at least you know. And another thing even is the the execution of the document yes. is something else that can very easily be, easily be messed up. And if you don't execute it properly, it's not a valid will. And, you know, there's also extra steps that you can do to avoid extra steps in court. So that's why there's there's layers to these things that an attorney will know versus, you know, looking it up online. It's just like Natalie said, at least have an attorney review it for an hour of their time because it will just make the whole process a lot simpler for your loved ones on the back end and make sure there's no mistakes. Okay. And so when someone is setting up the estate planning documents, um, do they also need to go to their bank or investment accounts and, and like change titles? Like what do they do once they've set all those documents up with you to ensure that those other accounts are included and, you know, properly executed should they pass? Yeah. So it just depends on what the estate planning document is that they have. With a last will and testament, not usually unless they're adding beneficiary designations to their account. Um, I think a common thing that we've seen people do is add, you know, either a child or somebody else to their account as a joint title owner. We sometimes advise against that. Um, so it just depends on what it is that they're doing with a revocable trust. If they do want to move accounts into the trust, then it does need to be retitled. And something that we work to to, you know, avoid this misconception is that just because it's retitled in the name of your trust doesn't mean it's not still yours. It is still 100% yours and you still have full access to be able to change things in a revocable trust. Mm -hmm. Very nice. All right. So one last piece of advice from each of you to someone who might be starting out on their journey 
or, you know, a mistake that you have seen from other people, Jennifer? Um, something that we have no, like from the beginning. So in kind of in, in line with also your podcast, it takes money to make money. So we, you know, we, if we look, looking back, like if we had invested earlier on in some of these, you know, a lot of, a lot of technology and a lot of these things that, you know, made it the the business that we want, I think that would have been helpful. We know we're in more than, more than 50% of year three, and we finally have invested more money into these time-saving techniques, you know, trying to be the CEOs and not just the, the having a job, not the employees, because, you know, from the very, especially our first year, we're, we've just were employees to our firm. And, uh, and I think that if we had, we taken a little bit more, you know, a little more courage and invested earlier on in a lot of these like things that are out there, I think that would have been helpful. Um, that was definitely something that has improved and helped with our growth a lot. Name one of those. What's one thing that you implemented that helped you? Um, well, now we have a virtual assistant. Um, that's extremely helpful. Um, we, we file our deeds electronically before we would go downtown. Um, we would, you know, have to go to the, the individual counties, which takes oh, a while. I am, especially when we have no, you know, support staff. Um, cause right now it's still, except now we have our virtual assistant, but it's just the two of us, you know, in person here. Um, those are just two of the things. What yeah. else? We've implemented um, case management software That's that has idea. helped, you know, automate a lot of what we do to an extent. Mm-hmm. So it's helped with our lead intake process. Um, just things, I think valuing your time from the beginning of starting a business is so important because I don't think that we did that. I don't yeah. think that we, you know, we thought, okay, it'll only take us five minutes to do this. Let's just do it. Five minutes adds up. Yeah. Yes. And so when that becomes your entire day, I think, you know, time to reevaluate and create the business that you want from the beginning. Make sure that you're establishing those procedures from the beginning and invest wisely, of course, into your business. But if you can invest from the beginning into these tools to save you time, you will grow so much faster. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent agree. You know, um, you, you need a team to build an empire. And so trying to do it by yourself, you're going to, you're just, you're going to hurt yourself and then you don't, you don't help people. So build that team around you. So I love that piece of advice. Okay. So I've got a fun question. I'd love to hear each of you answer. Um, if you could have a super talent or a superpower, what would it be and why? For me? Okay. It would be teleportation for sure. It would be teleportation just because I think, you know, I waste so much time in the car driving from meeting to meeting. <laughs> and if I could just show up, and, <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of a lame one, but yeah. that would be my super. Oh, but you could use it for vacation. I too. do. Too. <laughs> I want to be on the beach. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, for me, kind of is similar. Actually, I've always loved the idea of like, you know, being able to control things with my mind, like telekinesis kind of. Um, and it kind of goes to like efficiency a little bit. Like I'd love to be having like things around the house being done <laughs> while I'm working or, you know, having something drafted up. I'll just have like, you know, my keyboard going over here while I'm reading something over here. Like, you know, I don't know how it would work, but uh, but that would be something I would love to do. I think like it would be just being able to control with my mind more. <laughs> We're efficient. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds awesome. All right. So you guys mentioned a free consultation. If our audience wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, So you can reach us online at our website, um, rrlawpa.com. All of our social media channels are the same at rrlawpa. Or you can just email us info at rrlawpa. Yeah, (laughs) we'll respond there. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Well, I appreciate you guys so much coming on and sharing your expertise in um, probate and estate planning. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for having having us. us. We appreciate it. Awesome. That concludes another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. We need to take the information and actually implement it. It's the whole point of the podcast. So if you have any assets at all, you should be estate planning now. You're never too young. It's never too early. And reach out to Natalie and Jennifer, and they will gladly help you with all your estate planning needs. Thanks again, ladies. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. Make sure you leave me a five-star review, share this podcast, subscribe, and share the message.